0: What would you say you do here?
1: You shut your mouth when you're talking to me.
0: No more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. This
2: man My name is Paul Gaines. and I'm the third best mic on Cartoon, Cartoon Casual, Cartoon
1: Casual. Cut. No, uh, we're not cutting anything. I'm the third. third co- I'm
2: the third best
1: mic on third the show. Be, the third best mic. <laughs> just saying literally dead air is better than paul actually that's the number one i'm number two (laughs) and then number one (laughs) best mic on cartoon or whatever it is that paul said is dead air it is it is is. silence is is golden yeah silence is golden
2: i was uh i i truly was thinking about the roman empire again (laughs) i'm not making this up i'm not and i have a thought on it funny i have a thought it's just a funny thought yeah 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 the romans the engineers and the people that that you know the, the everything was kind of forward thinking to them was it it was architecture
1: yeah concrete
2: they well, did it was, it was mecha- to, mechanisms yeah.
1: weaponry they also just like we in modern society have they became reliant on their technology they did and they didn't keep pushing it forward which is one of the main reasons for the fall of the roman empire i it, read it, that after wait the fall was other than the lead and
2: everything else what was the reason uh, it, it well, I mean, that was part of it. They sure. they
1: stopped. Uh, they 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 didn't stop, but they sl- way slowed down. They're like, this is as good as it's going to get. We don't need to do anything else. Right. We don't I, need to figure out that stood, oh, lead in the fucking pipes is probably a bad idea and s- things like stood that.
2: Stood back, kind of scratched their balls, and said, I don't know. Like, yeah. So blowing, yeah,
1: blowing farts and that's it. Yeah, you know. eating olives and and dates and whatnot, and they just said, fuck it. We've conquered what All we right. can conquer, and so, that's it. So I'd
2: have thought, because uh, I was watching something on the Roman Empire. I really was. It was it was in my during my Atlanta trip, and there was a thing because you know the Colosseum there in Rome. They've they've kind of they haven't rebuilt anything, but they now have plays out there. They built yeah a floor a partial floor yeah. and the. God, wouldn't it be really cool to see something in the Roman Colosseum,
1: Jesus? That would be. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. I'd like to see uh, Shakespeare's uh, Julius Caesar. <laughs> I think that would be kind of <laughs> funny. But wouldn't it be ironical? It would be so. Because
2: um, they know where he was stabbed. I would like to go where he was in stabbed the back. <laughs> that's true and the front and the <laughs> and the front and the the, the necky the, area whatever just all over the place um so i thought what what if a roman dude what if the time traveling was possible and the roman guy comes back now and uh and he looks probably wouldn't be first of all if they were in the heyday of rome and where they came from and where they are now they they probably wouldn't be too impressed with a lot of stuff aviation would be kind of cool and and going to space they think that
1: it's, it's kind of fun but you really don't think you don't think they would be impressed by a lot of stuff well, probably i think not they the, would be fucking terrified okay first all right I, i'm let me take that I'm i gonna, like to think that the guy would he's I'm like a, take it a back. surly guy's gonna get mad it, it like takes a paul gain stance like what where the fuck is the rest of the coliseum like we gave you guys one job to do all you had to do was keep it up that was my point oh was it's, it it's okay. like it's
2: like would they come to rome forget what i said before but would they come to rome or something hey can I visit my home? Yes, let's take you to Rome. And then they have the Colosseum there where it's kind of all fucked up and half gone or more than and half And all the gone. statues are gone. You take it to just, Vatican City and be like, up. there's your statues. And they, and they would go, but the thought would be, my thought would be, with the guy would go, why in the fuck did you keep this thing? Can't yeah. you just build something new and fantastic? What the fuck are you, What what is this here for still? Can't <laughs> we move forward? Like, or what do you think that at all? Where they appreciate it, and go, oh, that's so nice that you're trying to keep history. But they... I don't think they were really into history. Like, I don't
1: think they. I don't know. They, I like would they understand
2: that? Or would they get it? Would they kind of go? Oh, that's cool. I get it. Or they'd go. That's just weird. You guys yeah. are keeping these things kind of half up and scaffolding and kind of keeping them glued together so people can keep looking at them. Aren't they in the way? <laughs> don't you? Yeah. Go, you you should have kept it up, or just get the fuck out of here. Maybe I don't know. That would I a, That's.
1: I love that we're still talking about the Roman Empire because it's it's. <laughs> It's funny to me because it's something I never thought about, which is why that was such a successful meme. It spread like wildfire yeah. over the internet, and it it forced a conversation. Why do you guys think about the Roman Empire so much? Well, because it's applicable to modern times, and there's a lot it of is. shit that they developed that we still use.
2: The funniest part of those memes that we already spoke about is just—and they look like they're real, like they're girlfriends— or when they ask their boyfriends that, yeah. like, it looks like it's real. Like, he's sitting there reading a magazine or playing a video game or working on some whatever it is their guy is doing. Yeah. And uh, hey, honey, do, do you ever you know just think about the Roman Empire and you're like yeah, and like they're just blown, it's, they're taken aback. Universal. They're like,
1: what? Why? <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny. we have already spoke about that. We did. We, it's we, so
2: fucking funny. But anyway, I just had that thought of, I wonder if they would. I think it's just odd that we kept their old trash around.
1: And it brings us into the next topic. It does. Is that uh, I just had this weird realization. Do you know if there was competitive vehicle races prior to chariot races? I did not know that was our next topic. (laughs) I was talking about the fact that F1 is going on tonight, which we don't... Yes, transparency, folks. We decided to record on a Saturday, and it's before the F one race in Las Vegas. Just
2: before, a few hours away.
1: We'll see if it actually happens because yes. they canceled part of qualifying. No, not qualifying.
2: To... It was it was a practice, practice, a yeah. practice because of because they, they. I like
1: that that lady we watched. She was so uninformed, but. She had some good information about... She's like, well, the race is starting. I'm like, that's not the race. It's just practice. The race is until Saturday. <laughs> she's recording on, like, Thursday night.
2: And she was she was fun to watch. She had some other good information about just stuff that was going on. Like, yeah. The, he's of the stand, and that's kind of in the way of The locals-only
1: tickets with fees and everything right. And here's a sign that bucks. tells you
2: what you can bring in, what you can bring in. But it was very obvious, as you pointed out, that she's not really a, a Formula One race fan at no. all. No. It's, oh, those are cute cars. Look at that. You know, you know, yeah. It wasn't that kind of thing, but... Because they had nine minutes worth of practice, and then they and hit that water. She called it. She called it a cover. pothole. I guess they hit a pothole or something. <laughs> and she wasn't being funny. She was. She was
1: She was serious, and it was a water main like lid, right? Very that, small. People said it was a manhole. It wasn't It was. It, yeah. Well,
2: you've seen these ones that are this big. Oh yeah, yeah are, it,
1: says, it says sewer access or water access, and yeah. it was uh, not
2: secured well, or they think the concrete the concrete around it failed for some reason, right? Weirdly, and I thought. How in the fuck are they going to fix that? Because, like, are, and there's a bunch of other ones, too. Yeah. And I thought they're not going to just call the race. F1 has, for, for you, folks that don't know, there's a tremendous amount of money behind it. And to get these vehicles there in the city built, they're not going to go, oh, it's, I guess the track's fucked up. We're just not going to work on it.
1: Right. I mean, they did fix Or if it the rains tonight. And that's another thing that I've always said that, um, and I've never had anybody, even big NASCAR fans, have never they, been able they to explain. They race in the rain. rain. Yeah, NASCAR doesn't race in the no, rain. No, they and, don't. And I, I remember asking someone like Indy, Indy F one, F two, F three, all the way down to the little like cart mm-hmm. series. They all race in the rain. They have rain tires. Yeah. I don't understand why NASCAR doesn't. And I I don't know if it's a if it's just the tracks aren't built for it. I heard some excuse or whatever before, but I don't care if they're not built for it. Put some rain tires on there and do the best well, you no, can. Well, no, namely the tracks, the just the tracks it turns into like a sheet of ice. I think somebody once told me that and I'm like, but they're all almost all of them are banked. Uh, and they had to do Look, the jet you, cars out there and shit on if, the if NASCAR track. If you can't d- drive 175 or 200
2: in these cars, fine. Drive at 100. Right. Drive at 130. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Just do it. Now... Maybe it's not fun to watch if they're driving 100 miles. Anybody could drive 100
1: miles. Yeah, it would just be like cruising around the Vegas freeway. Like it wouldn't It wouldn't be that. It would be like... <laughs> like this is a rig yawn fest. Yeah. Big so fucking deal. Maybe, I could do that.
2: Reason. Yeah.
1: So we watching watching...
2: Uh, yeah, so the every now and then it's, a being, it's been uh, very disruptive in Las Vegas. Yeah. There's a lot of people complaining about it. A tremendous amount of people. At least I've, that's all you see. On, I on feel my...
1: like there's more people... More, more com people. More com people. More people complaining about uh, the the way Vegas has set up the track and all that that aren't actually going to be at the race mm-hmm. and aren't into F1 and they don't have any stake in the game. Now, in the beginning, there for up until I think it was this past Sunday or Monday, you know, a week less than a week to go for the race, yeah. there was a threat of a culinary worker strike. There was. Because they were looking at having to work, not work extra hours. But it was going to take them two to three hours, and some people complain that it was uh, during the construction. It took them four hours to get to work, because while there are side access roads, uh, for you know for like people people who work at the Bellagio, they don't walk past the fountains and go and clock in. That's just not how it <laughs> no. works, right? There's a every whole, day they don't
2: look at the they don't
1: stand there and look at the water show. I've only ever seen it at the uh, the old uh, Monte Carlo Casino, which I don't even know and I don't even know if it exists anymore. Yes. Does it? Oh, yes. No. Yeah, not the not the town of Monte Carlo. The, Monte Carlo's the, still there. I think in the, okay. Mediterranean, okay. In the Mediterranean.
2: Okay. the Mediterranean. It's still there. Mediterranean. Ocean
1: coast. No, not that Monte Carlo. Oh yeah, the I casino know. Monte
2: Carlo. I'm joking. Oh, sorry. Sorry.
1: Your face is dark. I can't see you. It's dark in here. So, uh, I saw that there's a whole city. There's several stories underneath. All oh. of those casinos, and some of them are oh, it's connected. Am, it's amazing. And, you know, the employees, you know, you, it's, it's designed to have this illusion where you, kind of like Disney, I'm pretty sure they stole the idea, not stole it, but took the idea from Disney. Right. Because Disney has an underground, oh, like yeah. a whole underground city to get, you know, for the, all the workers to get around and all that stuff. And they have, like, the performers
2: and that show up, like Sleeping Beauty, they have little things that just kind of pop they up. They pop right up out of nowhere. A, yep. behind a behind some flora or something. Yeah, You know? So,
1: uh, fauna, fauna, flora flora fauna's animals right uh they pop up behind a buffalo and there's like like the guy on a buffalo Buffalo. (laughs) i watched a clip from yellowstone that i forgot was in there i just remember dying laughing It was probably like the second season all the guys are sitting in the bunkhouse and the one guy who's kind of like a dipshit he ended up had a really nice redemption arc like it was a really good story but he was kind of a dipshit in the beginning jimmy Mm -hmm. he's just sitting there with his girlfriend and it's they're just watching the tv and it's just a guy on a buffalo and they're watching it and i'm cracking the fuck up and he's like the dumbass like the the ex tweaker mm-hmm. drug addict that they brought onto the ranch to like clean him up and it was a favor to john dutton like the head of the ranch like mm-hmm. he was good friends with the with the guy's dad and was like he had died and he's like i'll take care of your son so he's just sitting there and he's like this is the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen <laughs> and everybody else is like no this is funny as hell he's like this is stupid I'm an idiot. You guys call me an idiot and this is the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen. And I remember Oz showing that to here us it here was at the hangar, at the, hangar, the, the yeah. movie night and we watched Guy on a Buffalo and I got on Amazon looking for it and you it was only ever put on VHS and the cheapest tape that I could find was like $400 or something like that. And wow. Oz is like, "I might buy that." I'm like, "Please don't buy that." <laughs> but anyway, there's this whole city underneath uh Vegas, all the casinos. But and there and you 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 access it through employee entrances and whatnot. But those employees they they don't drive down the strip and no, just turn like into the alleyways casino. and shit. There's all the alleyways and the side streets. Well, they're all blocked up. Like yeah. they're not blocked completely off, but some of them will be. Mm-hmm for this race and the big complaint was that these people can't get to work and if they well, they will get to work but it's taken some people uh, in excess of three hours
2: yeah like they have no and other life at all except for yes yeah, so it's, nonsense. it's
1: gonna be like that for what a month right and then they refuse to pay him for their time that's where that's where the they're like now this is not fucking happening so the mm-hmm. union got involved which not all the casinos are union Mm-hmm. But there's enough power behind that union. So what was to the final it would, it, resolution? What did they? The uh, resolution was they're going to pay them for all of that, and they're getting paid time. And most of them. So are getting for paid sitting time around doing
2: half, getting to work, they're paying. Getting just paid like for that.
1: and 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 also being encouraged to use public transit. Well, shit, man, Vegas public transit is not all that great because it's a big, it's a sprawl, it's a big, right. you know, it's mostly suburbs. So, um, like, there's a lot of high rise. There's uh there's not a lot of high rise. Uh, like what do they call that uh, like high density uh, living situations in Vegas it's no. all spread out right so those people were fucked from the get-go but like all the other stuff that people are bitching about like oh you can't see the fountains they're going there on vacation I can see it. yeah you know what this F1 race is probably going to bring in a few billion dollars and it's going to cover all that
2: so the uh, and we here of course at, uh, at Kingman have uh, I don't know 10 or so yeah 10-12 jets, 12 jets, big jets, sitting jets sitting here on the hair, yeah. Yeah. overflow jets yeah um, and, and the uh, the thing is, it took a months to build all this stuff, and they built a new building and all kinds of infrastructure. And people are going, "This is going to happen every year." And the reality of it is, it's not. You know, once they once they built all this stuff, it's like an Erector set now. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be able to knock all this shit down. That's going to plan on coming down, just in two or three weeks. I really don't think it's going to take that long to to disassemble all that crap and store it somewhere. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. There's no way they're going to say, "Okay, it's three months to build." Three months to take apart, and that's half the year. It's three, you know, whatever. So we're going to start it again next year, and we're going to block up shit that badly. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, not. A, it's a huge learning curve, and, uh, again, I don't live there. You don't live there. We're not workers at hotels and casinos, so it's easy to think it's not going to be that bad. But I think in the long run it's going to be good. Yeah, I for, think so. I really do. So, um and we're gonna watch the race or at least I will. Maybe you will. I, I haven't
1: decided if I'm gonna be able to stay <clears> up because it does start at ten o'clock our time, but I might I might stay out here for, for a little bit of it sure and, it's and ten then go our time
2: home. and not eleven or twelve our time?
1: No, it's That's shit. Now I can't remember. Because we're not we're not the same night. time I know, as Vegas. I, know.
2: Right I think it's like it might be midnight our
1: time. I think it, it might
2: our it may be midnight our time. Shit. Which is even worse.
1: Yeah, that is even worse.
2: Uh but what was I gonna say? oh and you saw we were here before the uh we started uh, recording and you saw the some of the qualifying highlights mm-hmm. and some of the interviews with all the drivers and um again they had an issue during free practice but they've kind of fixed it and some of the drivers favor road courses like that like 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 metro road courses some of them hate it it just depends on your personal preference and, yeah. and the way the cars are set up and um so it's really interesting and i think that some of the drives have been very nice. I they say they've done a good job with, with the time they had to work with. You know, it's a good. We're glad to be here, and you know, they don't have to talk on camera. These, yeah. these, some of these drivers aren't very old, but they're pretty well polished. To to say not the stupid things.
1: Uh, yeah, don't don't say the quiet thing out loud. Most <laughs> right. of the time, they're right. pretty good at it. Because
2: F one has control over this whole thing. If you own F one, like it's a multi billionaire play toy, is what it oh, is. Oh yeah, and uh, and so they they really want to make sure you're not going to. Cause problems for the F one organization, which is crazy. You know, it it is a wealthy sport, whatever it is. Period. End of story. Just it's the, beyond wealthy.
1: Like just, it's so beyond wealthy. Like it's not even something I'm even like fully able to comprehend. Although seeing the private jets that are parked in Kingman, you know, I
2: I drove you around. To, hey, yeah. Come check these out. I said so that one's about fifty million bucks sitting there. Just it's insane. And then the landing. And those fees, are just
1: people that probably flew in to watch the race yes this isn't people that own a team or anything like that no like they, these are just yeah, spectators yeah that's and
2: and one of those jets was uh chilean registered i think one was brazilian out here in, in kingman so they don't even yeah they're they, they flew up from south and south america yeah to to be here so that's that's, that's it's what, incredible It's what these idiot wealthy people do <laughs> it's it is truly a world that we don't live in
1: oh uh, yeah well you're adjacent to it because I'm like through, a, through I get through to a, see it yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so uh, so I'm looking forward to I want to see it next year I'm gonna get some bugs worked out I hope it keeps going yeah and I'd be willing to, to, to talk about going to it next year because I, I it would be a neat experience just like if you were to if you had if you were able to get access to like the more like the higher end like foofy kind of areas that'd be nice but that even- would be cool just to just to meet and see some cool celebrities and shit like that cuz like sure. it's been, there's been I, think I I touched on it earlier I was telling you about the let's say I know we got a few TikTokers that listen uh, as the I can't remember the girl's name I want to say her name is Sarah but I don't think that's right that is uh the one that says that, you know call me crazy but I don't I just don't like store-bought pesto <laughs> and but like that chick who kind of turned into a meme Mhm and like I'm, she had posted a video. I, I don't know when she posted, but I saw it this morning, I think, or yesterday. And it Gordon Ramsay just pops into view. She goes, you know, call me crazy, but F1 in Europe is da da da. And he just pop Gordon Ramsay pops in, and apparently they had planned it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would love to run into Gordon Ramsay. Mm-hmm. Like I would just lose my shit, even though I know like he plays it up being a dickhead on TV. From what I understand, he's an incredible human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in person, like you know, he's very personable and takes time to talk to everybody. And I would just be like, oh, you fucking you're a rad dude. No, I've never been to any of your restaurants in Vegas because I don't want the diluted Vegas version of your restaurant. No. One day I'll have the money and I'll go to your French restaurant in London.
2: Hey, but one thing we found out from that crazy little girl that was running around during practice and showing people what it was kind of all about. I didn't was, know this. She paid, like, what, a couple hundred bucks? Yeah,
1: 250 with all the fees and everything included for think, the locals ticket. I think
2: it's for all the days, and this whole area had all this fantastic food, and she goes, yeah, it's included in the ticket.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. I would pay $250 just for eat chicken and waffles all day long. They had
2: that. They had, there was some other, what was it, some other... Uh, um, Wolfgang
1: Puck... Uh, some kind of had uh chinese some sort of chinese uh like chicken salad yeah. or something like that and, and you,
2: then and, and then you just show your ID or whatever it is and braised
1: just, short rib grab oh. this and go grab
2: that and you can go sit down where you want and she had not bad seats
1: she had a braised short rib oh yeah uh, uh, it
2: was uh, uh not a sandwich grilled cheese yeah what's a yeah, sandwich toasted yeah. or is it yeah that's real kind of, cheese that sounded kind of really i heard yeah. that i went oh i kind of want one of. Those I'm, like right start to get hungry
1: yeah like yeah
2: uh, and her seats weren't bad, but they did so. Because I said, God, does that include alcohol in you? Went, I don't think so, Paul. And uh, we we saw the prices. It was like yeah,
1: $25. $25 for a cocktail. Now, <laughs> it was a full size cocktail. That was it looked it like was. a 16 ounce cup. So I'll S- give them that. But I'm not still. Saying,
2: shit. I don't think I would be having a lot of. I wonder if they let you bring in your own water.
1: Mm, probably not. Yeah.
2: But the areas you can go to all these different areas, different food areas throughout the whole yeah. track, and they're set up there. And if you have that ticket for two hundred bucks or two hundred fifty bucks, you can just kind of eat, kind of whatever you want, walk around. I It go. looked kind of, and they had live music, different stages and yeah. stuff set up. It looked kind of fun, like just as a party atmosphere.
1: Well, and that's what it's supposed to be. I've seen yeah. that, like when the F one races, you know, when you watch them on TV, there's there is a party atmosphere going on. It's a social event, and it uh, it's a lot like the. Um, you know, to a lesser extent but no no smaller of a party like the kentucky derby mm-hmm. the derby the, the actual race lasts you know a minute and a half or something like that right but it's a party for the first week and three or four days after and mm-hmm. it's just a place to uh, see people and be seen right. and have a fun time and that you no, know, i'd be down
2: well now the ticket prices kept coming down even for not ticket prices hotel rooms were kind of plummeting i don't know where they stabilized but um all the big main ones are still pretty expensive, I think, but there were some reasonably recognizable hotels that were like forty fifty bucks a yeah. night, and like all right, that's not bad, but you wouldn't know that you know early on, you were forced to buy the super expensive hotel tickets that people yeah. did commit to, yeah now they're like it,
1: now they're pretty pissed the uh <clears throat> in the uh the olden days of Apple releasing you know one new product uh like one new phone a year now it's not so much like that but they used to call that the fanboy tax mm-hmm. where it was a couple hundred dollars more expensive mm-hmm. to buy if you wanted to get it in the first month that it, the new phone came out mm-hmm. uh and then it that it dropped by 200 bucks you know within probably 6 to 8 weeks i will say right after a release date they called it the fanboy tax mm-hmm. and i i know there's got to be people and i would okay i would say this and this is from looking at me as my my broke broke man uh um eyes but uh, I would think that people would be upset if they dropped say twenty five hundred dollars on tickets for one of those small suites or something like that, mm-hmm. and then or or grandstand like nice grandstand mm-hmm. access, and then you know fifteen hundred dollars a night. So you're dropping and you're going to drop five six seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars on a weekend in Las Vegas, not even gambling, right? And then all of a sudden a week a week out, everything plummets to fucking nothing. Yeah. Those people have the money to probably do that, shy of a few outliers. I'm sure that maybe they saved up their whole life to go to an F1 race, and maybe flying to Europe was too was going to be too expensive, but a quick you know trip out to Las Vegas isn't.
2: So I would like to know how they're going to resolve that. Plus, I would like to know, like, let's say I decide I'm, I want to go next year. Is that what everybody's going to do? They're going to not buy a hotel until the last until the last minute minute, yeah. and then what if it doesn't really change like you thought it would? Now you're kind right. of screwed. Now yeah. you don't have a place. I wish this woman. Did talk about and maybe she didn't have the experience like ground transportation. Like, for example, I stayed as you know in, in a hotel, went to Atlanta and stayed there and parked my vehicle and yeah. came back. It was in Henderson? Only a few, really a couple miles, few miles from right from the airport. Yeah. Anyway, um, like if I did that, let's say I got a hotel room that was a hundred bucks a night or a couple hundred bucks a night uh, during F one. What's ground transportation like? You, what Ubers were tough to get. So yeah how is that going to go? You know, how is, if, if you wanted to get there, if you had three nights, you know, practice qualifying and then the race and you would need to get around to get at least to the race area. Yeah. How does that, I don't, I have no idea. I didn't do not yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. have no idea. Super Bowl's coming too, right? Yeah, to the Vegas. Super Bowl. So
1: like, Vegas has got three big events happening, you know, two that hasn't been there before mm-hmm. and then one that happens every year, but they're looking at 20, the New Year's 2023 to 2024. Mm-hmm. They're saying it should be double what it was last year good lord because it was well tail end of covid last year exactly and that's they're looking at this is like the first year back and i like i know man. i did i've done um i did the strip once for new year's Mm -hmm. once and i've done downtown a handful of times four or five times and that was fremont street was way more fun Mm -hmm. way more controlled atmosphere and i felt safer but they regularly have half a million people show up to the fucking New Year's thing into Vegas. Mm-hmm. Whether it's to visit people or people have stayed over from, like a lot of people will stay, they'll go out for Christmas and stay through New Year's because it's a big party. So sure. they'll, they'll go visit their family and whatnot because there's a lot of people that are all transplants in Vegas, mm-hmm. pr- predominantly transplants. So then you have those people who are like, let's say they're from, you know, bum fuck North Dakota or someplace that's cold as shit. Well, you know, every other year we're going to go out and see Sally and Jonathan in Las Vegas because it's nice out there. We don't have to shovel sunshine, so let's let's go out there and do that. Mm-hmm. So you have that huge influx of people, and a lot of them just stay over. And then there's the people that just come into town for the parties, right? And it's a goddamn madhouse. I don't know if they still shut down the strip for for New Year's, but they used to for oh, about two the, the whole miles thing walking, whole yeah. fucking thing and it was just a sea of people. Now I know
2: that you did that probably because you wanted to do it at least once. I've got zero I, desire to do I was do that. also like 22 when I yeah. did it. Like, like you you would not do it now at all. You'd go fuck no, no I not imagine. No. Yeah.
1: It 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 would take it would take something big like a big not, I wouldn't go to the strip. I don't even like the strip anymore anyway. Like mm. I never I never no. really liked it, but there's just some cool shit down there. Yeah. And it's fun to see. Like I love the Bellagio fountains. I love all that shit. Like that 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 stuff is really cool. Um but like when I go to concerts at the Brooklyn Bowl, which is just off the strip, it's about half a block off the strip, and it's a promenade, you know, walking area. There's also shops and restaurants and bars and whatnot. It's at the base, so the the uh, the high roller, you know, the big uh, Ferris wheel. Yeah. So that, by the way, folks, shout out to Kingman, Arizona. A lot of that, yeah, th- was made right here. Uh, yeah, the the gearing and the uh, the, gon- gondolas, the gondolas. The yeah, big they, they were brown eggs the big round eggs I think it's more of a sphere not an egg i think it's i think it's closer to egg shape is it yeah okay i don't know i was i was drunk and they were made they were made right here they're made right here in kingman by engineering i have not been on it so uh that if you you park in the parking lot right there Mm -hmm. and you walk under the high roller you have this entire block of a promenade and there's a Two concert venues jimmy kimmel's got a, a comedy club there, and so on and so forth, all these bars and restaurants and then once you walk through there, it pops you out right at the strip and it's the the link the hotel is right there oh we, yeah. We, yeah we saw
2: on the qualifying we saw, today, yeah. yeah yeah
1: so uh i that's about the cl- as close to the strip as i'll get and, mm-hmm. and i even then I kind of don't like it, but uh yeah, so you've got f one that's going on this weekend that's been been you know gearing up for it for a couple months forever yeah, and then you've got New year's which is supposed to be gigantic and they've got crazy. They always Fremont Street always does it up like they always have some sort of live music. The last time I went there it was all uh cover bands, mm-hmm. but it was like uh like the, the 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 band that closed out was a I can't remember. I think they're called Rhapsody or Bohemian Rhapsody, but they're a Queen cover band, but sure. they are a professional touring Big name act that they play like they have like the stamp of approval from the guys from Queen. Like, and their lead singer looks like and sounds just like Freddie Mercury. Moves around on stage. The guy that that plays guitar looks just like Brian May. Like, he they kill it. They're incredible. Okay, and but also Mini Kiss played before them. That's the the little people. Are they called? They're called Mini Kiss. Oh, they're not called Smooch. They're not Peck. (laughs) No, Paul. Not not animal. Not called smooch. no. They're called mini kiss. Okay. That was cool, but there. But but I've seen that. You know, the the some really big acts that they'll have down. I don't know what they've got going on for New Year's this year. I don't care. I'm I'm almost too old for that. But I like if it was something big enough. I'm like yeah, I'll go. It looked
2: like they had some pretty good acts. Well, you saw a couple of cool things at the for, uh, yeah F one uh, thing.
1: Nile Rodgers and Sheik was playing with, mm. like at the F one thing, and then uh, Mark Ronson, the uh, DJ and producer. Mark Ronson's the guy that that I I don't know if you if you're familiar with him, are you? Nope. Mark Ronson is the guy who uh produced the what does she have two albums? Uh A- Amy Winehouse.
2: Oh, yes.
1: He's the one who dug up some old blues standards and art like old R and B standards and said, You need to do these and he's the one who kind of got her famous. Okay. And then but he's also incredible like, on-the-fly turntablist to just mix and cut tracks. Like, I, I've never seen him live in person, but I've watched videos on YouTube of him, and he is incredible. He'll take four, five, six turntables, cut things all together, and do this within, like, 45 seconds. It's, like, a completely different song made from five or six different songs. It, it, he's... Wow. He's an artist. He's incredible. So,
2: so he was... Uh, you saw him... Uh... Yeah,
1: he was... It, they, it was uh, there was Nile Rodgers and Chic, which was pretty cool. Uh, Mark Ronson... And then I forgot that uh, they were having, um, they had a whole, uh was it, Motown, a whole Motown review. of Everybody who's still around from the heyday of Motown played in Vegas last night. Oh. And then I think they are, I think it was like Wednesday night or something they played at the the stages that they set up in yeah. the F1 area, which is pretty fucking cool. I like had to walk cool. around
2: there and then walk around the sp- I haven't seen the Sphere up close. The Sphere had some really cool graphics. If you saw that during the quality. We should just go there's and there's get really like
1: uh, a couple bottles of vodka and some mixers and just like plop up in the parking lot and just get hammered and watch, and watch, whatever, the, watch sphere. the sphere. <laughs> I'm sure people were doing that. I guarantee you people are doing yeah. that because it's fucking Vegas. I saw it on the flight out
2: too. Of course, you can see it right there if you're on the, the side of the. Oh, you landed airplane. at night too, didn't you? So, I landed like, at night a while back. Yeah. Oh, this I did not see that this. Uh, you didn't
1: see it when the way your approach? I was look. This
2: is kind of weird because I, I saw a part of downtown. I was looking for any kind of F one anything I could tell, and I couldn't. But I don't think I saw the sphere when we were landing. Anyway, it's kind Kind of of, of weird. Yeah, it was was blacked. It could have been blacked out at that moment. It could have been. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah.
1: So, uh, how was your trip to Hotlanda?
2: It was lovely. It was. I was there for uh, just over, just under a week, six days, I guess. Did you go to a Waffle House? I didn't. I'm so sorry. I did not go to
1: Waffle House. I
2: went to Johnny McCracken's.
1: So it's not Waffle House. It's not. Do they have waffles? No. Is it a Waffle House? Nope. Then why'd you go? I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I don't think... I, I should have
2: gone. I went to a Starbucks. Oh, great, Paul. Went to Atlanta. Oh, went here to it a is. Starbucks. Oh, you're definitely
1: uh, a Snob County guy <laughs> through and through. <laughs>
2: East Snob County. Um, You know, th- it makes me think, and now I feel... Now I'm sad. I should just go to... A, I should take my sister. They have Waffle Houses in Texas, though, so it's yeah. just nothing new to her. Definitely new to us around here.
1: Well, it's a novelty for me for, yeah. for sure, but I, usually I I try, it's about every other trip when I go down to Phoenix, I'll hit up Waffle House. Mm-hmm. It just kind of depends on my timing, and uh, sometimes, you know, I'll get down there and go visit Sean, you know, and like, he's, hey, I got called into a business meeting, can you delay your arrival by a half hour or so? And I'm like, sure, I'll just go to Waffle House and he's like you sure that's an incon- it's not, you're not inconvenienced like it, it's cool you just gotta be quiet cause yeah, I'm on a conference call like House, man. it's fucking Waffle House dude smothered covered chunks I <laughs> fucking got this trust me
2: I never went there very much when I lived in Atlanta it, uh, it just was I think of a- after bar nights, sometimes because they're yeah. you know twenty four seven kind of thing, but never really. I guess a couple customers occasionally. Hey man, would you come meet me at the Waffle House? I don't know where your, your, your business or whatever. Some stupid thing, but not not very often at all. It just, so the
1: that was about the only thing in Troy, you know, that uh, Ohio, like where I was, you know, grew up, and it was about the only thing that was open late because we didn't have. I don't remember there being a Denny's. If there was, I don't ever remember going to it. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of walking. There's a bike huddle, riding this, huddle House. Remember the Huddle House. You guys uh, have a Huddle House in no. in Ohio? No, I have no idea what was, that is. It was it was
2: kind of orange letters, but Huddle House. There, uh-uh. there was the, the attempt, the answer to Waffle House, I suppose. Oh, I I don't know. They probably have a tenth of these stores. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, no, I've never heard of it. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So this was like the place that was open late at night, and a lot of things that I did, it, like, and I wasn't I wasn't too much of a hoodlum, you know. I mean, I was a little bit, but uh, I was given some freedom, you know, for an hour or two after I would get back. Uh, So I did, you know, marching bands for years, you know, eighth grade through 11th grade. So when we would get back to town after, and we went to all the away games, you know, we get back to town, it's, you know, 1130, depending on how far away we're coming from, it's 1130 midnight. We're all fucking starving because we haven't eaten anything other than hot dogs and some sodas at the, uh, at the game Mm -hmm. and, or, or after, after drama, drama club or not drama club, like productions, you Mm -hmm. know, late at night after like closing night. My mom was like, I don't care if you come home at 3 a.m., just don't fucking wake anybody up. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. The funny thing is there's no Waffle House in Kingman, but when I came out here, I've come to find out that that drama, like after you know your closing night, your, say your Saturday night of a production, you've been working on it for a couple months, and you're done, you wipe off all the makeup, you change back in your street clothes. And you're and, and done, then, done. And done. you're done, done. It's just so relieved, and I come to find out that people out here go to Denny's. sure. And I just, I thought that was funny shit. Same
2: thing, they're open 24 hours, isn't it? Right, right, open
1: 24 hours. Yeah. So that's why I went to Waffle. I always gravitated to that because I don't remember ever there being a, a Denny's in, in Troy. So mm-hmm. we would always go there. But also, like, when i become a little more of a hoodlum. Like it was one of the only, like, only one of the only places you can go and buy cigarettes where nobody ever ask any questions because they had like the pull yeah machines where you put on all the quarters and you pull you know you got a pack of same smokes. thing they
2: have it uh at in uh uh halfbrow house. house which is a pull cigarette I machine s-
1: still i can't believe as classy as that place is that they still have a cigarette machine like that but it also like i i asked uh years ago when i first started going there and got to be good like friends with the the guy that uh uh what is he Johan, which his name is actually Jonathan, but uh-huh. like he goes by Johan. That's the guy that plays like the alpenhorn and then uh, uh-huh. sings and all that. That guy, yeah. Got he sat at our table one time. And I asked him, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta know. You've been here a lot of years. Why in the hell is there a, still a cigarette machine? And he started laughing. He goes, smoking. He goes, take a look at the brands in there next time. Most of the brands aren't American brands; they're European brands. We get a lot of European tourists that come here, and smoking is just not nearly as demonized in in uh, overseas as it is here. Right. I don't know, shit I never thought about that that's why they have a, still have a pull tab I'll have to look at the the brand yeah in there no shit and then out. I did look at them and it was like a lot it was like it was brands that I like I think I think they had your regular like Marlboros and Marlboro Lights and Camels but they also had like Dunhills and all sorts of other Cigarillos and all sorts of shit mm-hmm. but uh, anyway uh, yeah Fucking, I can't believe... But you went to Johnny McCracken's, which is I know I you did. always do. Yeah, you, I did do. It. I
2: met with Tom Valentine, who's a uh, customer-minded, working on his uh, this project, and he's working on uh, his air, aircraft project in our museum World-renowned
1: stuff. in the industry as an art, di- ar- ar- art director, art director yeah. on multiple films, including the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. For, for
2: those of you new, if you, really want, if you really want to know, look at... Um,
1: Thomas or Tom Valentine on IMDb. On
2: IMDb, and look at stuff. And it's that's like half the shit he's worked on. Yeah. Plus his son... All you ladies out there, his son uh, works with some really high fancy uh, commercials for Dior, and is uh, works with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp on yeah. these things. So, so I'm, I'm one or two people away from Johnny Depp. It's possible.
1: Yeah, I feel like you could text Tom and go, look, we want to get a big get on the podcast. We want to get Johnny Depp. We want to hear. We don't want to talk about his life and career and shit like that. Or we don't want to talk about, you know, how he got where he is and all that dumb shit. Everybody asks him that. I want to know how bad Amber Heard's shit stank when she took a dump <laughs> in the bed. And then you could text yeah, him. Yeah, Yeah.
2: If 1 to 10, you can't say it's 11. No. No, it's an actual accurate. 1 to 10. Don't 1 say, to 10.
1: Don't be the guy that says, give 110%. It's physically fucking I impossible. Give, give us a 1 to 10. Right. On a scale of 1 to 10. I, I bet if, it was and, about and a nine and a half. If
2: it's a 10, it's going to be, it, yeah. Nobody, like, oh, is she a 1 to a 10? Is he a 1 to a 10? Ten? 10s are really, yeah. really, really rare. Yeah.
1: So. That's why I like to say things like, oh, man, she is a Kingman 10, but she's like a Phoenix seven and a half. <laughs> terrible. I don't like saying that, but that sometimes is, I have to point it out. It's terrible. Uh, yeah.
2: Anyway, so maybe Johnny Depp will fly his airplane in here. That's where our plan is to have, uh, when everything gets fixed out here. Yeah. It's a major project. We'll have uh, people with their Get own Get some big own names, own names on here. Yeah. Um. So, so Yeah, oh, Atlanta thing. So, yeah, Johnny McCracken's perhaps the best Celtic pub ever in the United States, or at least on the East Coast for sure. It's fantastic. And, uh, God, I had uh, I had bangers and mash God, was, nice. for lunch. It was fantastic. They just have it on the menu for lunch.
1: Just not a special. It's just yeah. on their lunch menu. And their burgers are,
2: you know, they grind their own, uh, they blend their own beef. Yeah. Grind, they grind their own beef and then blend it. You know, different little sirloin, however yeah. that, how that works, uh, sirloin and regular chuck or something, How they... How does that work? What's the perfect blend? There is no perfect burger. blend. It depends on how you're going to cook it. People some, put grind bacon uh, in there sometimes yes, a little bit. I've had
1: that before. As, like, if you take, like, let's say you have, uh, like, ground sirloin, which is pretty lean. Mm-hmm. You get your really super, super lean. You need to have some fat in there. Otherwise, it'll just fall apart. Yeah. Then you add, like, 10, like ten or maybe even 20%, if you want to go nuts, uh, bacon. But I've also seen people just use pork fat. Like, you just use, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, actually one of the best I ever had was... Uh it was like ninety percent elk. No, ninety percent bison, and the other ten percent was like uh what the fuck is it called? Uh like pig cheeks. Okay. Not butt cheeks. Jowls. Like jowls, yeah, yeah. like hog jowls. Yeah. Oh man. But I've also had it with bacon, like real smoky bacon. 20% bacon to everything else. Oh yeah that's uh-huh. good because you get a bacon Burger without like having to deal with bacon strips On the top
2: you think what's the same crazy guy That uh, killed all the people in, in his freezer like He ever ground ground them up and Combined uh, uh, body parts Oh uh, Jeffrey Dahmer Jeffrey Dahmer Think you ever made burgers
1: I <laughs> don't know I never, you know, it's funny. I would have thought this. There's so much that we know about Jeffrey Dahmer, but that's a detail I feel like has been omitted. I mean, you yeah. need to watch the Jeff, Jeffrey Dahmer just, movie or whatever. He did eat these people, right? He and, ate them. He
2: absolutely ate. So people. the 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 question is: there a Dahmer sort of cookbook? Oh my there? god, <laughs> I would
1: love to see a Dahmer <laughs> cookbook. I mean, you would have to translate this. everything over because human meat. You know the the whole the old saying yeah. of uh, long pig. Mm-hmm. You know the a lot of Pacific Islanders and the folks from like Melanesia. They're you know they're they they said. Uh, they uh, they called humans long pig because it's just like a longer version of a pig. It's the exact same body parts. Yeah. And uh, but you can translate like any, like anything you make like you cut Out off of, a, of pig. Off a pig, you can just cut off of a human and just kind of cook wow. it the same way. So I I don't know i like. Do you suppose
2: talking... that that drove his certain uh, uh, victims because he needed to have a certain more flavorful person? Oh my god! With this, and he knew that they had. a... <laughs>
1: He's like picking them out like he's looking at a pasture. I I, I
2: gotta get a different blend going. No, I think
1: he might have been a homicidal maniac that was completely psychotic. Oh, but but maybe that's what it was. But he also could have been methodical. Like, like just because you're you're a murderer doesn't mean you can't have some class. He he could
2: could have been a world class chef. You fucking terrible with human.
1: I guess terrible it's pretty that's awful a terrible it's, thought it, it's a it is a terrible thought and I, I'm glad it was you that came up with it this time because I you. feel like it's usually me that comes up with the terrible thoughts. You're all,
2: you're all welcome please feel free you to said emails. the quiet part out loud folks I, I did it just came to my head are we done for the fun part yeah let's are, are we done with the fun we're <laughs> we can can we not get to the miserable oh, oh, part,
1: please oh, 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 oh you
2: all have been fun is that what this has been
1: yeah do we okay let's uh does let's, the fun ever start yeah w- <laughs> be more funny yeah <laughs> All right, is that it for this? this yeah, segment? yeah, yeah, we're gonna take a break. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. They
0: want to hear a Thanksgiving song. All right, All right. this is uh, this is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> Love to eat. Turkey. Turkey, oh, I love you. I love to eat turkey, cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should, cause it's turkey to eat, so good. That clapping's messing my head up, man. Right? <laughs> I appreciate it, but I was. I was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping. (laughs) Here we go. Thanks anyways. Turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. (laughs) Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. (laughs) Thanksgiving (laughs) is a special night. Jimmy won. and berry, can't believe the Mets traded that old strawberry, (laughs) turkey for you and turkey for me, can't believe Tyson gave that girl BD, (laughs) oh white meat, dark meat, you just can't lose, I fell off my moped and I got a bruise, and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teeks poster. (laughs) Wrap the turkey up in aluminum foil. My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. (laughs) Turkey and sweet potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Oh, turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, goo and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh. I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
1: Well, Thanksgiving is uh, is this week, Paul. I don't give a shit. Well, that's that's great. What are you, part Native American? You just kind of upset (laughs) at the whole fucking concept. Yeah, what's
2: the? It's not Thanksgiving anymore. What what are they calling it? Um...
1: They still call it Thanksgiving. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> no it's Columbus Day that is the, like, that which one turned into indigenous has, people's has, day it's, it's, it is indigenous people's day and it has been indigenous people's day in Canada for like 20 fucking years that's uh, Canadians it, but it's a bunch of fucking socialist fuckers <laughs> caring about you know bad things that happen to people right uh, yeah, I think it's just still Thanksgiving I
2: think so okay actually I uh, I'm, I'm not gonna okay I'm thankful for all these things whatever that is. Yeah, you should you should sound less callous about it. Maybe. <laughs> I I do I'm glad we're having a short week. I'm thankful for a short week. Although I've and, just, and I I just off for a your week. Your
1: business is is doing is doing well. doing well. You got to see your sister and your stepmother? I did. That was nice. You know, that's that's great. You didn't go to Waffle House? I don't know about that, Not or, I'm no? not thankful for not going to Waffle are House. You, are you thankful for Spirit Airlines and their bigger I'm seats? I'm thankful
2: for Spirit Airlines. <laughs> 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 These are so stupid
1: things. These are not stupid things. These are things that, that that people take for granted. Right. That they need to remember to practice gratitude about. Yes. Like I'm thankful for uh uh I'm thankful for just in general the the fact that discount airlines exist because I spent thousands of dollars uh all the years I've you know lived, you know, out out west and going to visit my family, paying for two tickets and for a lot of those years for the first 10 12 years they didn't exist and i was paying. it was a $1000 minimum just for fucking plane tickets for portion i to fly yeah be, fly out there because of technology and,
2: and discount airlines we have a lot more pollution going on yeah. so just thought i would bring that up
1: okay i'm not probably not going to have grandkids so i don't care oh that's where we're that's going That's not with this. true god damn it anybody who knows me knows that that was a joke i
2: don't want to get up on that topic at all no. i'm just but anyway no i'm, yes. I'm just
1: i'm yeah. i'm, I'm I, it, it Practicing gratitude is something that is. It, it, I think it's innate in me, just because I've been in a, a spot many times in my life where someone has helped me, right? And I and I just learn to practice that gratitude because there's so many people in my life that have helped me out in so many ways that I'll never ever be able to fully repay them. At least in my own in my own mind, in my own soul. Yeah. So I I have to practice gratitude, but there's other things that just like you you just take for fucking granted, like. Uh, like the the fact that my truck started up to drive out here, you know, that my, mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a good running vehicle that I have, you know, the, there's there's things that we, we should always be it, thankful for. It's
2: easy to look at somebody else or something else or someplace else and say, oh, my God, they have this stuff is so nice and so much better and all that. But it's it, that's easy in society with media and television, all, Very this, much all so. this kind of stuff. But. but Again, if you just roll it back just a little bit and say, well, you've got you know hot water in the morning.
1: Yeah. That's huge. That's a big thing. The fact of the matter most is- Most places is like, don't
2: have that, like, most
1: places in the world. Do you know the, the number one killer worldwide? Boredom. Yeah, people are just dying because they don't have anything to do. <laughs> That's exactly her. what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, it's <laughs> no, not, it's, it's not it's, boredom. It's literally diarrhea. dehydration and it's because of a lack of access to clean drinking water which is something we really don't have a problem with in this country for the most part. No we don't. There are some rural communities around here that do not have access to that good water and it's mostly because of big companies and it's mostly in West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, But uh, and eastern Kentucky. Uh, So like that's just something that we we just turn on a faucet take a hot shower and just like you need to like like you said take a step back and instead of coveting things which we are all guilty of You always want something bigger, the bigger, better deal, you know. It's always got to
2: be more and more, and we're all guilty of this on some level, and some people, they can never, ever be satisfied, and they, you know, and then some people, you feel sorry for. That's the thing about the holiday season, and I would like to, if it's possible, to um, make some kind of a small difference to help something, somebody, some situation, but I won't talk about that. I could use a car. (laughs) Okay, that's great. (laughs)
1: I need an epic uh, aircraft. I just, you, I can't do with
2: my Cirrus anymore.
1: That's epic as in a brand, not epic as in the overused word for something large and right. grandiose. And it is epic,
2: but it's that's stupid. It's
1: beautiful. It is a beautiful plane. I knew what it was when you told me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the you know epic LT or whatever, and mm-hmm. I was like, I I know I've seen this, but I really need to. see And then I realized, oh fuck, no, it is, it is. And I showed it's one the Joe sleek today. and it's pretty. I got to see one in person, which it, I'd never it, seen before. I saw it
2: take off, and um, yeah, you saw it take off. Yeah, yeah. so that's it right there?
1: Just really, really good looking airplane. And
2: I sat in one today, and that was lovely. And they were, at her training. It was a very aviation day at the airport. It's hard yeah. to believe. It's a lot, lot of. Aren't aviation. you thankful for that? Thankful for aviation at the airport today. Yeah, um, but I was gonna. <clears throat> we're talking about um making a difference uh, no not not that about no. uh, the uh practicing gratitude. just just being uh, uh thankful so there it is it's a, i'm really looking forward i love turkey i'm just going to say it right yeah.
1: there i love
2: turkey i love I would tur- eat
1: turkey all the time once i once i finally had a turkey that was properly made i realized i love turkey
2: i'm telling you right now if they had you know those uh, broiled uh, chickens they have in the uh, at every grocery store yeah. i can get, if that were turkey I'd be buying that shit every day.
1: That's not, I mean, that's, I wish that was a thing. I mean, I could do that. I could start doing that. I'll just start, I'll bake you a turkey like once a month. Okay. You want me to do that? Sure. You just pay me for the turkey? Uh, and I'll, I'll keep some. We, I'll of the, pay you for whatever. I, I get, can I have one leg? You can have I've, leg. I've never done that before. I've never eaten a whole turkey leg. Really? I really, I really haven't. I've only ever been to like a Renaissance fair, like like maybe twice, and, and I was not so young that I, well, I was, I was I was I under the age of ten, so that that really wasn't in the cards. And I was running around. Where's to, the closest like,
2: Renaissance fair that would be here that uh, you could get a turkey leg?
1: Apache Junction, uh, uh, like east, like east of Mesa, so East Valley. So you're saying
2: Vegas wouldn't have one? Or I don't think they do. How about uh, did they do? one But eight, I know uh, that one of the biggest ones in the,
1: in the United States the Ren Fair that they do, and then it goes on for like a month or is, like a month and a half is, in, is down in Phoenix. It's one of the biggest ones in okay. the country.
2: So, and, and Flagstaff doesn't have Renaissance Festival. I don't festival think so. Probably. They have, I think, Celtic festivals. They stuff. do, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the turkey leg. I've never, I know I've eaten, I don't know if I've eaten a whole turkey leg. I'm not a turkey leg kind of person.
1: You want a turkey breast? I love the thigh. The thigh's okay. good. Thigh yeah.
2: is the greatest meat on a bird, in my opinion. Fair enough, yeah. Juicy. It's not black, it's not white. It's mulatto, shall we say? It's mulatto.
1: Yeah, you should definitely use that ancient term. Let's do that. Fuck. He said mulatto. You mean like the cookies? No. Look, Nirvana said mulatto in the, their song, so it smells like teen spirit. That was 1991. Oh. That's true. Let's think about that. Well,
2: was that even a thing? Could you say mulatto back then? You was, should be able to okay? say
1: retarded back then. I know. Not but, at my house growing up, but like you, <laughs> people used just say retarded on TV. v would be perfectly fine. Is uh, but could you say mulatto in 1991? I don't know, Paul. I have <laughs> no. Idea. I can tell you right now, it definitely wasn't a term that was ever thrown around in any neighborhood I ever lived in, okay. and I lived with a lot of brown folks. It
2: never flew around my household either, or anything. Well, I'm not, you guys I'm not saying, saying
1: whites it. out there. It's, it's, oh, yeah. oh,
2: <laughs> that's true. Anyway. um... The point is, if I were to choose the meat, it would be a a thigh. I love turkey. I love turkey and dressing. Yeah, I do too. Potatoes, cranberry sauce. I love all that. That's what I'm looking. I am looking
1: forward to that right now. Do you remember Thanksgiving at my house? Several. I mean, we're talking years back. uh, Wallach Ranch was when I first first made it. Uh, I do remember that. Do you remember the cranberry sauce that I made from scratch? I had little chunks of like little cubed up apples and star anise. It was great. I'm making that. Are you really? am gonna make that. Yeah, I, I told Jeremy that I would. I would volunteer. So we're going. We were invited. Uh, I'm again. I'm. I'm thankful for my this small core circle of friends that I have. I'm so not even thankful. Isn't is like too? It's too light of a word. Are you gonna uh... and being invited to a really great family style Thanksgiving where it's not everybody there is family, and I just appreciate that. Are you gonna make enough? I uh, see the recipe that I have. I only know how to make about uh, like it, it serves. It's like a quart and a half. Like it's a, it's kind of a lot. Okay, it's a rather large bowl, and you don't need very much of it because it is. It's it's it has a uh, uh, what does it have? Uh, clove, star anise, cinnamon, uh, a little bit of cayenne pepper for a little tiny bit of kick. Uh, apples, cranberries. My obviously, first couple, and I won't say orange.
2: who I had Thanksgiving dinner with here, but my first couple of those at a former friend's house, let's say, uh, for two years in a row, and I was shocked, shocked, I say. Shocked. They did not
1: have any cranberry sauce. Wow.
2: In the gelatinous form or the regular normal, which should be. Like the homemade?
1: No, the normal is shaped like a can. That's the the gelatinous one. That's the gelatinous one. That's normal. That's normal? I actually had that that's how first I grew up as a
2: kid. My mother had that. that.
1: See, and I don't remember it being on the table much when I was a kid. I really it's don't. On the table I, and she I, would I,
2: slice it up but still had the ridges of the can. Yeah, which of is, course, which is yeah. hilarious.
1: Now I went to a few people's houses when I was uh, younger, way younger, uh, that they, they had it like that, and then um, yeah, but I never, I I don't remember cranberry sauce really being on the table at Thanksgiving. It my like my mom. I don't think my mom made cranberry sauce. We may have had a can laying around, but I don't remember it being served on the table wall jiggly, shaped like the can. I don't
2: think my mother ever made cranberry sauce. my real mother. It's and so easy. I know. And then, But there's so much else going on. See, we just yeah. still throw it out there. Oh, the kids are, who, they don't give a shit what they right. want. So there's that. And then, um, but when I moved to Atlanta, parents were divorced, moved to Atlanta. I think Alice, she never made it either, but she used the other kind in of the can. You know, that that's actual, you know, berries. And has actual, yeah, it's and not. Not. And, not yeah. and I thought, what is that? <laughs> I couldn't hardly yeah. recognize it. And then she would try to educate me a little bit. Say, so, "Well, that's kind of you know, that's cranberry sauce. That's actually what how cranberry it would look sauce like. is." And I went, yeah. "Ew, whatever." I'm sure I didn't like it immediately, but after a couple seconds, I went, "Kind of like this better." This is way better.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's way better. And then and now, then people like yourself make it, and it's really good. And and the cool thing about the cranberry sauce, like that's like I, if I really wanted to, actually, I I think I already bought all the ingredients. I I do need to go buy ham because I'm going to make a ham mm-hmm. uh, with the Dr Pepper glaze. You, but uh, you're buying, but people say it's a spiral cut.
2: Is it pre-cut? You're, you're not cutting y- y- it. You're yeah, just making the uh, ham. Uh, what yeah, are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm going to buy a spiral cut ham. Okay. Costs a little bit more, but it's That's worth it. That's not, not cooked or it is cooked at that point? It is it is cooked, but you you have to heat it up. Okay. I think it's pre-cooked. I thought
2: you said you are doing something with the sauce or something, the coating. You just said something with the Dr. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper glaze. Is that, you can buy it that way? No, I'm going to make it. It's my grandmother's recipe. Okay, so you're... It's a spiral cut, baked, but it's no, there's nothing, there's no glaze on But there's it.
1: no, yeah, there's no glaze. You can buy it without I a glaze on it. I understand now. Yeah. Got it. Okay, and yeah. you're doing the glaze. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm
2: thankful for that, Joe.
1: Yeah, It's uh, well, it's not done yet, so uh, no matter what, it's going to be good. And
2: in this part of the country, people do, and I've learned this,
1: is that they do tamales here
2: quite yes. often. That's a very yeah. That's also kind of happening. traditional thing. Yeah. And I believe that, yeah. I was they,
1: invited to assist with that. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that. Are you? Nice. Yeah. I, I was
2: talking to our... Person who invited us, and um, and because we're talking about oh, because it's kind of fun to do it because then you can kind of drink when you're doing Thanksgiving uh, dinner day stuff, yeah, whatever. And it, I said, but you kind of—it sounds really good, but you can't really get fucked up because you got—you got, you can't fuck shit you up. You have
1: to constantly be grazing on some sort of sub sus, substance all day long yeah. to, to handle drinking all day long, right? But not so much so that you're full by the time it's time to really and get, you're passed get down.
2: out on the sofa with a bottle in a brown paper bag <laughs> <You> and. <laughs>
1: Just looking like a hobo. You've got a can your cranberry <laughs> sauce can has now been rinsed out and has like fifty five cents in it. Like it's just sitting right down there at your feet. <laughs> oh God. I Oh, I'm getting I'm I'm already hungry. I haven't eaten since like ten o'clock this Dude, morning, so I I'm like, not, like fucking really hungry. And now we're talking about Thanksgiving. I, food. I don't think I've eaten
2: anything today,
1: which is odd for me. I was
2: I got kinda up early a little bit, did some stuff, and then they had the airplanesy stuff going on at the airport. Then I got stuck out there with that epic. And then you said, "Hey, let's record," and here we are. And I had that cold brewed coffee, yeah, with some half and half, which is got some. Actually,
1: that was milk, not half and half. But I mean, that's some calories and protein, some, but not very but not, much.
2: Really, I'm god, I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. I'm thankful that I have
1: food to eat. Yeah, there you go. You're hungry. There's some people that are just going to drink a glass of water and go to bed. Dude, there, oh, are, there are
2: people that really are hungry in this country and around the world, and we just we don't even think, we do not think about it. We
1: throw away so much food every day well, in this country. Just the food waste alone could feed most of the starving people in the world. There's that, and you think about the stuff that we worry about, which
2: some are very valid points, and we have loved ones that are have health issues or have passed away, or there's other really important negative things going on, but... There are people that are living oh my, in squalor. Yeah, there there are people that have mental health issues living in this town, as we know, under bridges and stuff like that. Yes. Right now, tonight, it's cold. Tonight and tomorrow, we were just complaining about how it's getting colder here in uh, this winter. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, and I understand what you're saying. I get it. Yeah, but, but it, holy shit. It,
1: yeah, but it's uh, it's one of those. Uh, and I'm not a God or Jesus person, but like, it's a great. You know, it's a it's a great line. they there, by the grace of God, go I. Yeah. And also, I feel like, and this is something that, I mean, it speaks to a much bigger topic than what we're talking about, but most people I've known that, that I know that that, that grew up kind of poor, mm-hmm. they, they appreciate all the things that they have and they're grateful. Sometimes they might get a little squirrel out a little bit and forget, you know, I, I forget what it was like to walk two miles to work. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, and and then I'm like, all right, maybe I don't need a brand new car every two years because rem- I remember the bad times. Mm-hmm. I don't forget the bad times too often, so I try to keep that shit in in, in perspective. Mm-hmm. But and I, you know, grew up. We didn't have a lot of money. There were we were definitely got a lot of government subsidized food, a lot of brick cheese and the gray can peanut butter and shit like that, like and. You know, and then when when, uh, Linda and I, you know, had Porsche, we we were fucking 19, had no money. You know, we were both working, I mean, we had okay jobs, but kids are expensive. Formula is expensive. So we were on WIC, you know, and I Mm -hmm. don't think we did food stamps. I don't think we were ever that poor. But we never had to have food stamps, at least I I was. What's the difference between WIC and food stamps? WIC is anybody, well, it used to be. I don't know, they may have changed, but WIC is a, a a woman, infant, child. Oh, and it's to it's to to it, it's an it's an old nutrition program, a federal program, and what you get is a you get WIC. I think they do it on a card now, like they do everything else. But it used to be like coupons, and you had a certain amount of WIC dollars that you could you could coupons. spend coupons, and you could get uh, a certain amount of cans of formula for free every week, or you would get oh, okay. uh, once the kid then the, when the kid got a little well like. It starts when the mom is, you know, when the, the woman is pregnant with the child and it'll subsidize, you know, healthy, healthy food stuff to make sure you have plenty of milk for, you know, development of the baby for the calcium and this mm-hmm. and that, and they're like all that stuff. Then when the baby's born, they'll subsidize formula or if you're breastfeeding, they'll subsidize, uh, you know, equipment for the breastfeeding, you know, the different bottles and, and mm-hmm. nursing equipment and things like that. And then as the kid grows up, then it switches from formula to rice cereal, which is, like, that gloopy, gruel-looking stuff that has no fucking flavor, but it's nutrient-dense, and it's a little thicker and has a little more calories for when the the kid gets old enough to be weaned off of formula or breast milk. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I think it's up to, like, age three, then after that you'll get, like, um, teething tablets and crackers and uh, eggs you know, because kids can eat eggs and mom can eat eggs and all that and so on and so forth. And they got to a point where like Linda and I did not go through enough milk because it was like a, it was like three gallons a week or something like that. I don't fucking drink that. Wow. That's so much milk. But part of it was for the kid because the kid can't sure. you know, put in this calorie dense and it's nutrient dense and all that. It's good for the kid in the bottle. Yeah. You know, in between meals or whatever. And, uh, but I mean, I remember giving, giving away gallons of milk at the end of the week. Like uh, when we get our WIC coupons for the week for the Mm -hmm. following week, get them and giving away gallons of milk to our friends that were also broke, but they didn't have kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, up to age, I think three or four is when they do so that program. WIC so WIC is if you have kids, yeah. effectively, yeah. yeah. Food stamps. Food stamps are, is, is, a, is a financial thing. It's just, gotcha. WIC for the longest time anybody qualified for it. It didn't matter how how much money you made, you got it, and you could just apply for it, and you just got it. I think they changed that. I think there's now um uh, uh financial guidelines to to qualify for WIC, and it's rolled into food stamps. But I'm not sure. Okay. SNAP benefits or food stamps like that. That's that's now different. Uh, that's all based around a card. It's EBT, you know, type of these. Situation. These
2: programs are all federal, isn't that not correct? Uh, are there some states? I think stuff?
1: SNAP benefits, like food stamps, I think are now done at the state level. They didn't okay. used to be. They used to be at the federal level, which is why you got like government cheese and government peanut butter and shit okay. like that. Okay, or not you, but me, like me and my brothers. I would have uh, was it was the government cheese any good? I mean, it wasn't. Was it, like, I, was it like Velveeta? It was basically Velveeta. Yeah, it was? was like a processed okay. cheese, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it, I mean, and it, it was, my mom used to make mac and cheese with it. And Sure. Um, you could slice it that's real not thin bad, off actually. the loaf. Velveeta Fuck, no. government, no. that's pretty good. And that's a thing, like people want it, Velveeta is one thing. Like Velveeta has a certain texture, a certain flavor, and- it's what makes certain things just fucking delicious,
2: but they do just call it cheese food. If you look at the box,
1: yeah, it's a cheese product or cheese food, <laughs> something like now, that. There's and people like to use the term American cheese interchangeably with Velveeta, and they're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. American cheese is, it's, uh, oh god, what are they called? It's uh, Shit. it has. Uh, I know I love American cheese, uh, and it's made from milk. Mm-hmm. But it also has emulsifiers. That's what it is. It has emul- sodium citrate. I think is the main emulsifier, which mm, is what keeps tasty. it. Yeah, ex- except <laughs> really. It, do you know, know? Do you know how cheese is made? When you not add,
2: exactly, but I've seen shows you, on do it. Do you know
1: what rennet is? No. Rennet is uh, is it's scraped from the lining of uh, of sheep's sheep stomach or cow stomach, mm-hmm. and that's the stuff that you put in cheese that makes it a little tart and makes it curdle. Okay. Now there's vegan versions of that stuff that you that doesn't it's not comes from animals because it's just chemicals. But the like true like your really good Swiss and Gouda and cheddar and all that stuff they use rennet and it and it's it's kind of a gross process. Sounds it's a like way it. to to separate. It's a way to concentrate the proteins. Okay. For cheese, so American cheese is still made from milk. But there's other ingredients in there that have the emulsifier that they throw in there. And that's what makes American cheese so perfect for melt it's a melting cheese. Yeah. Some it of doesn't the cheese break dips, the stuff you mix make yeah. the microwave cheese dips yeah. and different things. And here's a pro tip for all you home cooks out there. If you want to make homemade macaroni and cheese and you've noticed that it's a little grainy after you, you try to make your cheese sauce and it's a little grainy, all you need is one slice of American cheese and throw that into your cheese sauce, stir it up until it melts, smooth cheese forever.
2: You're talking about if you're doing the box macaroni and cheese. Is that we talking about. No, that's about?
1: that no, those that already has it in there. That's like dehydrated stuff. Yes. No, I'm talking about if you made like baked mac and cheese like homemade oh, mac and I cheese. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Sure. Where you 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 boil your pasta to uh, extreme al dente to where it almost has a crunch to it still and then you make yes. your cheese sauce separate and then you put it in a baking dish and put you know but the cheese sauce is going to be milk and never ever use you never buy Don't use pre-shredded cheese for your mac and cheese because it has cornstarch or potato starch in there to keep it from clumping together. The other thing
2: is that's one of the most extreme expensive ways to buy cheese. So expensive. It's insanely expensive
1: to, to,
2: oh, and it's convenient as hell. It is
1: convenient. And I'll use it for certain things, quesadillas, shit like that, but I'll never use it um, for mac and cheese or anything with a cheese sauce ever because Mm -hmm. it doesn't, I'll grate my own cheese. And, and it doesn't take them much more time and you get such a much, such a, uh, a, a better product. Mm-hmm. And I remember, oh, my mom got so mad when I made, I asked her, I went back to visit man, four five, six years ago or something. And, uh, it was in Ohio and it was kind of funky outside. It was like fall and, uh, and it was like one, just a rainy, funky, you know, it was like 50 degrees and raining and just mm-hmm. shitty. And I said, you know what sounds good, mom? Your baked mac and cheese. I'm going to go to the store and get the ingredients to make your recipe of baked mac and cheese. What I did was I changed her recipe just a little bit. I didn't use grated cheddar cheese. I bought a block of it and grated it myself. And I bought, like, I I think it was, like I asked them, I was like, can I get a quarter pound of American cheese from the deli? And they're like, a quarter pound? I'm like, I don't, I really, I'm going to stand there and eat half this, and the other half is going to go into a cheese sauce. Mm -hmm. So... I made it that way, and my mom was so pissed. She's like, this is not the right way to make it. You're doing this. You always have to fancy up my shit. What's <sighs> wrong with that, that? Like, she got mad until she had it, and she goes, oh, my God. It's not like it tasted different.
2: What was it, wrong with... What, what What did she not she want used, you to do?
1: She she used grated cheese.
2: What's the, what? well, what's the like, difference? She,
1: uh, well, the grated, grated cheese... She thought I was being too fancy buying like decent cheddar. She just would use grated oh. store-brand cheddar, like sharp cheddar. That's just a lower grade of cheese? Well, it's not maybe? a lower grade. It, I, it's a, it has a bunch of... Sh- it has, uh, <laughs> oh, like you said, it had that you, stuff in it. Yeah, yeah it has um, uh, anti-caking. Stop it sticking together. T- Got it. Exactly, and that, when you melt that, and then you add some milk to it and heat that up and the cheese sauce, and it creates a grainy texture when, it, when, it, when, now, it, when you bake it. Now I'm
2: piecing it, I forgot what you said about the grainy texture, and that's what causes it. Yeah, okay. that's okay. G- got it. So okay. I changed
1: it up, and then she saw, like, well, how does that work? And I explained to her the whole thing. And then then you add just a couple slices of, of American cheese in there that has those emulsifiers that make it really creamy. Mm-hmm. Even at, like, room temperature, it doesn't turn into a brick when it starts to cool down. So it stays gotcha. creamy, like uh, KFC. KFC mac and cheese—you've had that before. Yes. You know how that stuff is like—it's it, it, like the the cheese is not runny, but it still has like a nice like gooey kind of it has texture. A little that's, bit of a body to it. Yeah. You know? That's exactly what it is. It's uh, okay. it's emulsified, which is why there, I feel like we need to make a, a distinction between American cheese and Velveeta cheese product. Absolutely. Both equally as good, not the same thing.
2: Now the individual cheese slices in plastic um like that's interesting have you ever taken one of those like frisbee those across the
1: the house yes they fly really well yes they do (laughs) i'm just i've also thrown one onto a cat's head a dog's head and both of my (laughs) brothers and and yes they're great fun yes i have also seen funny videos of uh this is so ridiculous i can't believe we're getting deep in the weeds here i'm thankful for the internet (laughs) for showing me funny things uh it was at like a Weightlifting competition, or CrossFit, or something like that, and this guy is walking around. And he's finally like these dudes that are just jacked. Their backs are three and a half feet wide, four feet yeah. wide. And a lot of those guys, because they're so muscle bound, they can't. They don't have a lot of flexibility to oh, reach yeah. behind their back because their lats are so big and all yeah. that. It's not so practical way to be. To it's be really honest. not. And these guys yeah. do it for competition, whatever. Mm-hmm. So this guy is walking around. And he's just, he's got American cheese slices just like pre-peeled out of the, like out of the plastic, mm-hmm. walking around and just flinging them at these dudes' backs and it gets stuck on their back. <laughs> and they, they're like, what the fuck? And they can't reach and, it. And everybody's standing behind this guy <laughs> holding the camera, like just everybody's laughing. and like, what the fuck? What is that? He's like, it's cheese. He's, like, holding, like, a stack of cheese slices. <laughs> this cheese, we get it off, because it's stuck to it, you know, from the body, it is stuck, and he can't, sure. you see these big muscle guys that can't trying. reach it. So fucking funny. So funny. So stupid.
2: Oh, we live in a, in a lov- lovely uh, technological age, don't we? It's yes, fan, we do. a fantastic time to live.
1: I mean, I'm so glad the internet is not just used for porn anymore. Yes. So it, it always was from the very beginning
2: early cave drawings they have you know people with boners on there
1: Uh, 100% boobs like one of the (laughs) oldest uh, one of the oldest carvings is a fertility idol I'm sure you've seen is big wide hips big boobs and it's just a simple rudimentary thing it's like 18,000 years old Mm -hmm. the oldest fucking thing bit of art that we can find that's not that's not like a cave drawing Mm -hmm. is this carved naked woman it's basically porn (laughs) so fucking funny to me I'm thankful for that too Absolutely. Also, I'm thankful for Silicon Valley because I started rewatching it again. I just finished season is, one. Is it worth rewatching? Fuck, is it so funny? Right. I've been kind of bummed out a little bit. I get bummed out, you know, whatever, throughout the day here and there with things going on in my life. And I was Kid, on Kid YouTube. Rock was at the beginning, the I, opening part. I forgot. <laughs> it had been so long since I'd seen it. And he's like, you guys ready to rock? And this <laughs> kid rock on stage, and it's just like a bunch of nerds that have no just idea who this guy lo- is. looking at each other yeah. going, what like, the who fuck the is fuck this? is this guy? Well, and then, remember the Peter Gregory yes. character? Yes. He threw the toga party? Yes. And he's like, uh, ladies and uh, gentlemen, um, uh, thanks for Flo, Flo Rida for showing up. And he's like, <laughs> Flo Rida. And he's like, the greatest man of all time, Peter Gregory. Like, And it's like, that's actually flow right. Like the amount of people that make little cameos and they're yes. so fucking funny. The, 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 um, and I've forgotten it was that first season and it was like the, it's like the last episode of the first season, which I had heard about that show because you know me, I read a handful of tech blogs and I just, it's like habit at this point. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not even that interested in technology. I mean, I am, but not like I was not on I, the that like, level. Yeah. Yeah. Like I still go, here's a shout out. Here's an old school one for Josh Ganyo. slash dot. I still go to Slashdot twice a week. I used to go every day. Gizmodo, Jalopnik, uh, Lifehacker—like I've been going there like Mm -hmm. out of habit almost every day without fail since about 2004 for the Lifehacker group Mm -hmm. and Slashdot four or five years before that. Just most of it is over my head. I'm not. I'm not into you know. Like the like the crazy Linux distros that people use for this and that. I'm like fucking it's way out of my scope, but I still love reading this shit. Mm. And I I this one blog finally said and it was like if you haven't if you've been sleeping on Silicon Valley, and you read this blog and have done so for more than five minutes, you need to watch this scene. And it was the dick to floor the jerk the mean jerk time middle out scene. Holy shit! I remember watching that, and I think I sent it to you, and you're like, "Yeah, I've heard about this." I can't remember if you had seen any episodes before me. Oh no, I, I or thought maybe you have. I, I thought can't I, remember. I
2: heard about them. I thought on an early Rogan thing or something, and I thought I was the one that we were playing disc golf, and it, I said. You guys been watching Silicon Valley at all?
1: I think you might be right. I think that's yeah. how it was. But I do remember and I was you asked about that and I was like I was like I fucking heard about it. Like I, I and I'm real weird about that. I have no idea why I'm a contrarian like that. I think maybe mm-hmm. it's just I'm already wrapped up in something else and I don't have time to be obsessed with another show. Like right. I only have so many hours in the day. And I think it might have been just a few weeks after you brought it up at Disc golf that mm-hmm. that you're like I'm like, Oh my God, this is a brilliant fucking show. Yeah, it yeah, really uh,
2: took off and Oh my God! They're, yeah, the what's the mochaccino?
1: Mochaccino, like a oh God, mochaccino. Not that guy.
2: It's so. And, and Jared is there, and, and what the fuck is that? in what's his name?
1: What guiltfully walks by? What, what the, the fuck, fuck is that? that? Hi, I'm sorry. I, what does he say? I'm sorry. Uh, sorry to startle you. I've been told I have ghost-like features. <laughs> He said, "Yeah, my father. What did you say? My father said, or my grandfather said, I look like someone took a virgin and scared them to death, or something like that." If you guys, like, I know we talked about the show before, but if you guys haven't watched it, just it's it's on Netflix. You don't? It, no, it's on HBO Max. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It, you, you
2: si- Silicon Valley. It's just it's a spoof on the tech industry in Silicon Valley
1: comedy. It's it's just it's very it, well written. It is very well written, and it's Mike Judge. Yes. It, it's it Mike judge from beavis and butthead beavis and noticed. butthead yeah. office space uh idiocracy and that yep. that he has that comedic voice to it and it you don't have to be a tech nerd to get no. the jokes you but it helps it helps if you under mm-hmm. you understand it like i yeah i'm yeah i know binary i memorized the hexadecimal table when i was six ask me what six times t is Fleventy five. Like I understood that fucking <laughs> reference. I don't know hexadecimal tables, but I understood that reference enough like just to get that joke. That shit is so funny. And then they but they also take the piss out of the whole culture, like Silicon Valley and tech culture. They they really oh, yeah. I'm shocked that it was as popular as it was with tech people because a lot of those people are the ones that are having the piss taken out of them.
2: It kind of exposes how stupid it is. Yeah, and really. In all, in all the, and all, I think Shakira was on there too, wasn't she? For was some, she th- there was. Some... She wasn't
1: actually on there. That was at the the very tail end of season one, where they're at uh, TechCrunch Disrupt, and, That's they're getting, right. and they're They're like, "All right, up next, Shakira." She's like, "Hello, TechCrunch." Like, you don't actually see her, oh. but she just it's, you just hear her voice in the background. It is her voice, though. I think. isn't it? I think you I'm might be. Sure. I th- think you're right. Right. But it is it's a it's a brilliant fucking show. I'm thankful for streaming services. I,
2: me, me too. So y'all hopefully have a lovely Thanksgiving. Yeah.
1: Please be safe. Have a good Thanksgiving and uh, practice I'm gratitude. Thankful. Practice I'm, gratitude all year long, but definitely this week.
2: I'm thankful I'm not really traveling this holiday season again.
1: I right? love I love not traveling. <laughs> You're thankful for not being forced to travel. Oh my yeah. god. You yeah. know that's one thing I kind of got used to over the years is that I didn't. Um, I let's see I spent a Thanksgiving in 2005 in Ohio. I moved out here in 97. Mm-hmm. I was back there in Thanksgiving for 2005. And then Christmas 2017. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like I don't I don't go back. I don't travel much for the holidays and they didn't come out here either. Like there's a lot more of my family in Ohio than there is my family here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure that dynamic could change but you know, probably not. And uh, so I always kind of just try to do something for my friends mm-hmm. or with my friends uh, here in town, um, you know, as much as possible. When my dad still lived uh, in Kingman, you know, there for about four years after I moved out here, he four or five years, we would hang out at Thanksgiving because it was his last weekend free because he was a postal contractor. And then he, he had to work. He went to seven. Basically, he worked. He worked every single day. From the Sunday after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. through like like a week into January, every single day. Mm-hmm. Seven days a week. Ten, twelve hours a day. And so Thanksgiving, we made kind of a big deal about it. So and we didn't it was just the two of us and he didn't have hardly any friends in town. I didn't fucking know anybody in this town. So we, we used we went to Cracker Barrel a couple times for their incredible like thirty dollar Thanksgiving meal that has like ten courses. That's mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm. But there were a couple times where I remember us going getting turkey sandwiches at Subway. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and made stovetop stuffing and put them on the well, turkey sandwiches. And the other thing,
2: you know, there are industries out there, businesses, namely the hospital industry. You know, those guys they don't get holidays and stuff off. Right. You, they got to work. You the, the other postal services stuff. Yeah. There's airline industry, the military you know that, that's why there's a big deal people talk about yeah. the holidays and they have live feeds from whatever military bases and all that you know there's a large amount of people out there that yeah. don't get to do oh we're having it off Thursday and Friday and relaxing and playing video games and and there's and watching whole, football there's
1: a whole bunch of people out there that are still working they they never get to do this it was i remember the one of the more convenient things that i had there for several years probably four years working at the hospital is that I didn't have to work for about four years straight. The way the hospital was structured in clinical staff anyway is let's say you worked Christmas Eve, Christmas day and new year's that, in that, that, that stretch the next year you didn't have to work any of those.
2: Okay. That's good.
1: And they did it. And then, you know, so there were a couple of times where, uh, but I remember about, f- I think it was four years in a row. I didn't have to work, uh, any holidays because I was able to switch shifts with this lady, who was Jehovah's Witness? Oh god. And it was so fucking sick. Oh, it was great. That worked. She's well. like, sweetie, you just go and have fun. I know that's a, those are important days to you, but da, da, da. like she was super cool about it. Mm-hmm. And and then she retired, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> uh, but there were a couple years where I there was one year where I it was the year before Porsche graduated high school and I worked Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Uh, what else? Memorial Day, the whole weekend, July Fourth, Labor Day, God. Thanksgiving, so that the next year I didn't have to work any of those, okay. and nobody could say shit because I had already worked because nobody did that. Nobody worked mm-hmm. all the holidays mm-hmm. because they want to have at least some time family. I just said fuck it. I don't want to have. I don't want to have to. I have so much time off. I got to take up mm-hmm. in twenty eighteen or take off in twenty eighteen. You know, so I did that and it pissed off a few people. Well,
2: you was it was the pay better also Yeah, things? you
1: got holiday pay. Okay. Yeah, the shitty is that thing time was. Time and like a half, worked, double time. Time and a half it, time and a half. Yeah, yeah, time and a half. It, the shitty thing was though, like, and like looking back on it, it was like kind of that's I always thought that was really shitty, but uh let's say you worked um let's say you worked Thanksgiving. Okay. Right? So you go into work at Thanksgiving seven you only got over a time and a half from seven PM because I worked night shift, seven PM to midnight. You didn't get it for the whole shift. Why? I, Paul just threw his head back in exasperation because and screamed it, at the heavens. Because that the day ends at midnight is Correct. that Why? Yep. Fuck you, people. And then the, it was also an incentive for people to work the the night before. So you, if you wanted to get full a full Thanksgiving shift, you know, time and a half like uh, holiday hours, you'd have to work that the night before. So Wednesday night. So it starting at midnight Wednesday, like Thursday morning of Thanksgiving, you got paid from twelve a.m. to seven a.m. You got time and a half, and then twelve hours later, when you went back, seven p.m. to midnight.
2: Part of this Western culture is just it's so, so, fucked, up yeah, so fucked up and so stupid. Yeah, I love capitalism, but there are some stupid parts
1: of it. It's just like, oh, really? That's how that works. But uh, do you also remember a, a few years where I did uh, where I you know I had like Porsche on like a Christmas? I think it was Christmas Eve. Uh, normally I didn't have like growing up when Portia was really young, like I didn't really have her on Christmas Eve because that was her mom's time to, with right. her family. And I would get her, I would pick her up, you know, Christmas morning or something like that. And, uh, but there, there, as she got into her teen years, she would like hang out with me on Christmas Eve or tell her mom, Hey, you've got all these people around. My dad has no one and he has Christmas Eve off. So like, let's, I'm going to hang out with him. So we went to, uh. Uh, I think it was two years, two or three years in a row, we, we baked a whole bunch of cookies and sweets and shit like that and mm-hmm. took them to the firehouse.
2: Oh, that's a good and idea. And walked
1: and just went around to a few of the fires. I think we went to four fire stations, yeah, and did that. And then uh, did that same thing the next year but made a lot more and then brought in a bunch of food that I made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I made Christmas dinner, and I took I, I made way more than is, was necessary and got foil containers and packaged it all up and took it when it was still hot into the folks for night shift. Nice. Because there's no place around that would deliver that, when, uh, sure. unless people are just bringing their cold leftovers from their house. And it probably I makes mean, a like, difference. These people really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I was, I, yeah, that like, was very, very much liked and loved. They, they were, they were very appreciative of that. So, like, in, maybe if you can, if you got the time, don't box up those leftovers or throw them, box them up and throw them in the fridge and forget about them for a week. Take them somewhere. Donate them something. Take them to the, tell you right now, the fire fire station guys loved getting sweets. Mm-hmm. And carbs because nobody brought them that. They like I remember when Porsche and I went to the one fire station out on out on Gordon. That was the first one we went to. Knocked on the door, they came out, they're like, Oh, what's up? I'm like, Hey, me and my daughter made these, like I'm trying to teach her a lesson like in you know, gratitude and helping people out. We don't have to work, you know, Being part of the community. And, and, and it's a community thing. We just appreciate what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Well, what's in the containers? Like as we're walking <laughs> in it's like, So what's in there? And I'm like, Oh, God. oh we got snicker uh, snickerdoodles, I made uh, Buckeyes if you ever had those, and I made this and, and chocolate. We did We didn't do chocolate-covered pretzels. We did the mini pretzels, and you put them on a cookie sheet, put the oven at like 300 or something like that, and then Mm. you put a Rolo in the center of each one, and then you put it in there for like five minutes, and it melts, and you get caramel and chocolate kind of covered things, and it was just super easy to do. And that guy was like, oh, man, this is going to be great, and I was like, you're pretty excited about some sweets. He goes, yeah, because all we've gotten is a bunch of healthy shit. And I was like, <laughs> you could tell he had some disdain. Like, he was happy that people did it. And we walk in, and, they you know, it's a firehouse kitchen, which sure. is, I don't know if you've ever seen those. They're, oh, they're yeah. big galley-style commercials nice. because they're feeding a bunch of people. They're lovely. Yeah, yeah I would love to cook in one of those. Yeah. I have cooked in one of those at my brother's fire station, actually. So, anyway, um walk in, and it's, like, the whole giant countertop that they have, like, the bar counter that the guys would normally sit at to eat. Mm-hmm is full of nothing but veggie trays and meat and cheese platters. Jesus Christ. And the meat and cheese platters, the shitty Hormel, they're not shitty, they're like giant Lunchables. It's all processed garbage. Like, I'll eat them. But, like, it's not nearly as cool as what we brought. And he goes... This one lady thought she was being, she was, she was very sweet, very nice old lady. She's like, my husband passed away years ago, and he was a firefighter for 30 years, so I was trying to take care of one fire station, Mm -hmm. and she brought in a lasagna, not realizing, like one pan of lasagna, Mm -hmm. not realizing that that fire station was staffed with 14 guys. (laughs) So they each got like a little tiny square. It's a very nice sentiment, but he's like, this is, like, this is next to her lasagna, this is the best stuff, and you guys brought it, and those guys were super pumped about it. And they're like, that's...
2: Hey, guys, we got another crudité. Yeah. God, God damn it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fucking goddamn vegetables. Really? <laughs> sliced bell
2: peppers with, you know, fucking broccoli ranch
1: bites. And, and ran- light ranch, like fat free ranch or something. Oh. I remember one of them was fat free, and I'm like, you just throw that shit in the fucking trash. <laughs> uh, he's like, no, what we'll do is we'll take, because one of them was, it was like crudité. Although I do love like, peppers. I love
2: red and yellow. I know you don't like peppers like that, bell peppers. I know oh, some I'm people really like the, oh, the sweet peppers good. like that. Yeah. yeah. You no, know, anyway. this
1: guy, I said, are you just going to throw that away? He goes, no. Nah. What we'll do is we'll take, uh, I'll take all the the, the carrot, the carrots and the peppers and the um, uh, uh, celery. I'll dice them up, throw them in Ziploc bags, and freeze them so that when it comes time to make chicken soup or something like that, yeah. I'm like, ah, it's a smart idea. make a stew yeah. or something. I do remember, though, the funny thing is, like, the next fire station, he goes, where are you headed next? I was like, I don't remember the n- number. Well, I think it's Station 5, which is over mm-hmm. a Wallapai, near Wallapai school. Mm-hmm. Uh, off of Wallpoint Mountain Road and walked and went in there and he's like oh that's right on I said we're gonna go over there because my daughter goes to school there she knows some of those firefighters and I do too and he's like oh right on that's cool well thank you guys Merry Christmas and I'm like you guys please be safe you know and Merry Christmas and all that. we left by the time we got to the fire station I pulled up knock on the door and they're like hey you got some sweets for us like they, <laughs> he called that fire station or maybe even radioed to him like hey this guy and his daughter bringing bring around some sweets man like they're the this shit is incredible and then uh the guys were like yeah they called and told us you guys were showing up and i'm like <laughs> this is our last stop this is all we've got and he's like no man this is so incredible like and, and that station only had like four guys in it and they had again and walk in just a sea of, yeah. of fucking shitty deli trays and i'm like man and there was a four alarm fire
2: and they missed because they were in a they were in a sugar coma, and they couldn't make yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're having to give themselves
1: insulin <laughs> insulin shots and call in the ER, like, hey, look, my, my shit just shot up to 500, but it's because this guy and his kid brought <laughs> snacks. and We all over, overdosed
2: on fucking cookies. On sugar,
1: like, yeah, it was like, everybody's got cavities because of the shit that Joe and Portia brought.
2: So I would like to have, I'm gonna, hopefully, I I, I love leftovers, and I'm yeah. not going to be begging on this, but I'm going to see if I can get some kind of a leftover. I'm
1: definitely bringing containers from, to Thanksgiving, from this, dude. I, I hope I there's enough. I have no shame. I'm bringing containers. You th- think it's going to be some leftover? I I, th- I think so. Dude, He's it's, what is it, three different kinds of turkey? Or two kind Two... A smoked turkey and a traditional turkey, and, and the right? Mainly thing I care and about, I'm making a ham. Is the turkey? In fact, it's just because it, I can. I can supply the mashed potatoes. That's easy to get. Yeah, you know, pre-made or whatever.
2: You can do the cranberry sauce if that's out. I, you know, I can fill all the other yeah. other voids, but yeah, I've gotta have some turkey. Yeah, anyway, that's terrible. Now I'm being fu- whatever. Y'all have a good uh, yeah. Have a good Turkey Day, Thanksgiving. Folks. Enjoy
1: day. yourselves.